Ano po yung top three mistakes na nagawa mo as entrepreneur? Okay, number one, di ako marunong mag-manage ng pera. That's number mm-hmm. one. Number two, di ako marunong magbenta. That's number two. And then number three... Hi everyone! Welcome to the Richard Bautista Show where my goal is to lead you to have a right mindset so you can achieve the success in your life. I'm Richard Bautista and thank you so much for being here. Tonight, we're honored to feature a very special guest. He is host at TED Circles, co-founder and keynote speaker at NYC Manila Speakers Summit, co-founder and co-host at Stories After Swipe Right, student ambassador at University of the People, business format franchisee at Speech Coach Training Ortigas, founding president at iInfluence Institute, maverick entrepreneur, podcast host, keynote speaker. Here at the Richard Bautista Show, let us all welcome the Gary Vaynerchuk of the Philippines, Mr. Alex Pedron. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Richard. Grabe ka naman sa intro. <laughs> Nagulat ako sa intro mo. Okay. But thank you for telling everyone lahat ng job description ko. <laughs> Kasi marami akong ganap, marami akong ginagawa sa buhay. Maraming maraming salamat na binigyan mo ako ng opportunity at ng time to be a guest in your show. Hello to Richard Bautista's listeners. Happy New Year po sa kanila. Hopefully, ngayong 2021, onwards and upwards tayo. Sige, let's do this. Okay. And first of all, thank you, sir, for guesting. Kasi alam ko, sobrang dami mong ginagawa. Sobrang daming, ano, sobrang dami mong inasika. So, and yet, you are here to help out uh, young entrepreneurs para i-share your knowledge mo about entrepreneurship. Okay. So, let's hop. Uh, pop-up question. Go. Ano mas... Ano mas gusto mo? Mag-mountaineering pero hindi ka makakapag-motor habang buhay? Or magmamotor ka pero hindi ka makakapag-mountaineering habang buhay? Grabe siya. <laughs> <laughs> um, para sa akin, so quickly lang, no? mag-motor habang buhay. Mm. Tapos hindi na ako makapag-mountaineering. Mahal ko pareho, yun lang kasi practicality-wise. Mm. Di ba? Siyempre, hindi, hindi rin naman ako titira sa bundok. <laughs> so, mas pipiliin ko na lang magmotor. Mm, okay. So, mag uh, for practicality, gumbaga, magmotor yeah, yeah, yung pipiliin mo. Okay. So, let's hop. For practical purposes. Okay, let's hop in our interview. The million dollar question. What is your grind? Ano yung grind mo, Sir Alex? Okay. Sa, sa totoo lang, simple yung tanong, pero complex yung sagot. Hmm. Okay? Ano ba yung, ano bang ibig sabihin natin sa grind? Okay? Ito ba yung hustle? Ito ba yung ginagawa natin araw-araw? What are we working on? Ito ba yung purpose natin? Sa akin, pag tinanong mo ko, ang unang naiisip ko 
is kung ano yung purpose ko. Yun yung grind ko eh. Okay, yun yung unang naiisip ko whenever you say, ano, ba, ano bang grind mo? Ano bang, ba, bakit ka gumigising araw-araw? So, ang grind ko is in one short sentence, mag-enable ng progress. Para mm-hmm. sa mga professionals, sa mga business owner, sa mga young entrepreneurs, it's to enable progress. Wow. Naalala mo nung message kita about the mm-hmm. podcast guesting. Sinabi yeah. ko, ang mission ko was to enable progress at maging mas involved pa sa community natin. Gusto ko maging mas involved pa sa goals mo, sa vision mo. Kasi, syempre, sa mga tao na ambitious na tao tulad natin, hindi natin ma-achieve yung vision o yung goals natin mag So, dapat, dahil community tayo, nagtutulungan tayo. So, mas naging active ako doon. Okay, yun yung, yun yung grind ko. Really, <laughs> tumulong. Okay, mag-enable ng progress at, at tumulong sa community of entrepreneurs, of podcasters, of speakers. Yan. But definitely, it's just helping people. Yun yung main driver sa akin. Pag tinanong mo ako, oh, Alex, bakit ka gigising bukas? Bakit ka gumigising araw-araw? Gusto kong tumulong eh. Tingin ko kasi... May, lalo na kung meron tayong podcast or speaker tayo or corporate trainer tayo, basta nagko-communicate tayo ng mga motivation, leadership, mission, and vision. And whatever it is that your show is about, lalo na if it's helping entrepreneurs, parang obligado tayo na tumulong eh. <laughs> Ewan ko kung nararamdaman ng iba yun ha? Pero... Ang grind ko is tumulong dahil feeling ko talaga obligado ako dahil meron akong bosses. Mm. Yun. Uh, so your main grind is to help people to enable progress. Wow. Yeah, or enabling progress by helping people. Mm. Yan. Okay. Yun talaga so, yung main grind natin. How do you, ano, paano nyo po... Um, enabling yung process by helping other people. Paano nyo po sila tinutulungan? Paano po sila tinutulungan? Well, hindi naman ang unang natutunan ko diyan when it comes to enabling progress and helping people is number one, hindi mo matutulungan lahat ng tao. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think entrepreneurs in general whether you're young, you're an aspiring entrepreneur or medyo matagal ka na sa industriya, ng entrepreneurship, I think, may hirapan ka kung, kung tutulungan mo lahat eh. Mm. Kaya nga, may, meron tayong tinatawag na niche or target market. Mm. Yung mga ganyan, right? So, ang niche ko is number one, stress and adversity management. So, paano mm. ba ako nag-enable ng progress? Paano ba ako tumutulong? It's in such a way where nagko-coach, nagme-mentor, and nagsasalita ako about stress and adversity management. Kasi mm-hmm. ang mga tao ngayon, hindi lang entrepreneur, ha, pero yung mga iba-ibang professionals, estudyante, especially ngayon na online learning tayo, nakaka-stress lahat yan eh. Mm-hmm. Alam mo yun? And adversity naman, lagi naman tayo, ang, ang buhay, by default, mahirap naman talaga yan. <laughs> okay, and I don't think we're educated enough on how to deal with stress. 
with adversity. So, ganun ako tumutulong. Ganun ako nag-enable ng progress. Kung ano man yung stress nila, kung ano man yung pinagdadaanan nilang hirap, tinutulungan kong i-navigate mm. yung proseso na yon sa mga nagiging kliyente ko, sa mga nakakausap ko. Ikaw, <laughs> sa, of course, sa mga listeners mo rin, kung pwede ako mag-share ng stress management and adversary management later on, no? Pero ganun ako tumutulong. Okay? Um, yun yung niche ko. Mm. And lalo na ngayon, nagkaroon tayo ng pandemic, lahat na nangyari noong 2020, lahat ng mangyayari pa lang. Ngayong 2021, I think it's an important part na we educate ourselves about stress, about how to manage it, how to deal with it, how to make it a learning experience. Not just stress, pero yung mga mahirap na nangyayari sa buhay natin. Diba? How do we make that into a learning experience? Ganun ako tumutulong sa tao. Mm. So you're helping by um, helping to manage stress ng iba. Kumbaga. Oh, yes, mm. exactly. Kasi al- alam mo naman bro, pag stress ka, ay- ayaw natin yan eh. Mm. Diba? Ayaw natin na stress tayo eh. Tapos, pero at the same time, it's a, it's a daily part of our lives. Mm. Nangyayari ito sa atin araw-araw. Mm. Kahit anong pang profesyon natin or kahit estudyante ka, nangyayari sa atin ito araw-araw. And if we don't know how to deal with it, edi paano na? Anong gagawin natin pag nasistress tayo? Diba? Anong, anong matututunan natin? Diba? So, actually, sa totoo lang, hindi naman yung tinuturo ko, ah, yung stress management, adversity ma- management, kaya nga siya tinatawag na management kasi wala namang hindi nasistress na tao. Ito. Wala naman tao na hindi nakakaramdam ng ng pain, ng sakit. Ganyan, 'di ba? Unless of course meron tayong abnormality na hindi natin nararamdaman 'yon. But for the most part, lahat ng tao nakakaramdam ng stress, lahat ng tao nakakaramdam ng paghihirap sa buhay, 'di ba? So, 'yun nga, anong gagawin natin pag nararamdaman natin 'yon? Most of the time ang nangyayari is napaparalyze tayo. Bumababa yung productivity natin. Bumababa yung motivation natin. Nadidismaya tayo. Nagkikwit tayo. Lalo na kung entrepreneur ka, my God, ang daming stress at adversity niyan. <laughs> sobrang, sobrang dami. Uh, ako, actually, hanggang ngayon, I believe, ano na ba ngayon, 2021, I'm going five, five and a half years na as an entrepreneur. Hanggang ngayon, nakaramdam pa rin ako ng stress, nakaramdam pa rin ako ng adversity. So, Except ngayon, masaya, masaya ako, sobra, todo. Kasi satisfied ako. Kasi alam ko kung paano i-manage yung stress ko. Eh. Hindi ako napaparalyze ng stress ko. Eh. Hindi ako, hindi mo mababa yung productivity ko. Eh. Mm. In fact, pag nakakaramdam ako ng stress, ng adversity, mas lalo pang tumataas yung productivity ko. Okay, so na-mindset ko yung sarili ko na ganun yung mga nagiging triggers ko. Kaya yun, and mainly, ganun talaga ako tumutulong sa ano sa, sa mga professionals, sa mga entrepreneurs, sa mga estudyante, lalo na ngayon. Nung itong 2020, bigla akong nagkaroon ng mga estudyante na one-on-one coaching eh. So, um, apparently, ang mga estudyante pala, marami rin talagang naramdaman stress yan, obviously. Lalo na, may, lalo na ngayon sa online learning. Kasi ang steep ng learning curve eh. Hmm. 
alam mo, sobrang taas ng learning curve, sobrang daming stress na dinadala ng technology. Meron na nga tayong tinatawag na Zoom fatigue. So, I'm not sure if you've heard of that, pero meron tayong tinatawag na Zoom fatigue. And to top it all off, meron pandemic na nangyayari. So, pag hindi kasi na-manage yung stress na yan, ang tendency is nagkakaroon tayo ng, ng anxiety, tendency is nakakaroon tayo ng, eventually, of course, depression din, but definitely anxiety, depression, magkakasakit tayo kasi pag stress tayo, bumababa yung immune system natin eh. Mm. Pinagaralan ko talaga lahat yan. <laughs> okay? And yun, yun, yun yung naging, ano, yun yung naging focus ko. Uh, since I became a full-time entrepreneur five and a half years ago, yun naging focus ko. Uh, naging subject matter expert ako pagdating sa, sa stress. And neto lang, pagdating ngayon sa adversity. Kasi meron na tayong tinatawag na AQ. So obviously familiar ka sa IQ sa EQ. Sa intelligence quotient and emotional quotient. Ngayon meron na tayong tinatawag na adversity quotient. It's how you deal with the difficulties of life. So, kinumbine ko na lang. Okay, meron na palang adversity quotient. It's similar to stress management. Ngayon, meron na, meron na akong um, niraran na online program sa iba't ibang mga corporations, organizations, minsan government agencies, at mm-hmm. sa mga universities din that wow. has to do with stress and adversity management. Kasi mm-hmm. bago eh. Bago sa atin lahat eh. Di ba? So, and of course, meron din akong original method na, na ginagamit uh, pagdating kasi lalo na sa corporate pro, it's ang importante doon para magkaroon tayo ng resulta is that na-measure natin, nasusukat natin yung learning, nasusukat natin yung kung ano man yung ginagawa, may metrics. So, ngayon, uh, nag-invento ako ng metrics for stress para masukat. Okay? Yun yung importante sa mga corporations ngayon, kaya nagiging benta ako sa kanila. So, ganun. <laughs> That's what's keeping me sustained uh, right now. Kahit nung nag-pandemic, kasi nakapag-adjust din ako because, diba, nung, nung, nung nag-lockdown tayo, I think it was March 15, 2020, tama ba, Richard? Nag-lockdown tayo that time. Ang dami nagsara I think it was ECQ. Tama ba? <laughs> Ang dami na kasing CQ na nangyayari. Medyo nakakonfuse na rin. Pero I think it was ECQ, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, nung nangyari yung ECQ, until MECQ, that was like a good three to four months. Mm. And dami nag-shut down na establishment. Yes. Okay? So, ngayon, um, yung, yung opisino ko talaga kasi nasa Ortigas, Pasig, mm. sa may Metro Hawk. <laughs> so, yun yung opisina ko nandun. It's in a co-working space. Okay? And, of course, that co-working space had to shut down, gawa ng enhanced community quarantine, right? So, paano na ngayon? Uh, bawal mag-face-to-face. Bawal yung mga social gathering. Mm. Bawal yung mga... Actually, kahit ano, um, bawal ka nga lumabas eh. <laughs> At the time, di ba? Bawal ka lumabas. So, <clears throat> what, what I did was I innovated like a lot of other entrepreneurs. I had to innovate to adapt. So, mm. yun, nausa na yung... Nauso na yung Zoom, nauso na yung e-learning, yung etong biglang nagkaro- nagkaroon ng digital space. Mm. Okay, so naisip ko, alright, paano, paano ba mag-transition from face-to-face to digital? Which is itong mm. ginagawa natin ngayon. 
obviously kung kung wala pang Zoom magkikita tayo for this podcast guesting somewhere maybe sa inyo or dito sa amin or some studio diba pero gawa ng may Zoom at um, prominent ngayon yung technology ngayon pwede na yung digital meeting right mm-hmm. so ganun ko na transition si I Influence Institute I believe nabanggit mo yun kanina ganun ko na transition um yung negosyo ko and luckily for me kasi posible yun wherein it's not possible for a lot of other um, establishments. Kunwari, paano kung nasa um, restaurant and management industry ka? Diba? Paano kung may restaurant ka or wrestler bar ka? Obviously, magsasara ka talaga. <laughs> and kung magbubukas ka man, hindi in full capacity. So, ang dami ko rin naging kliyente na ganyan. Ano ba yung gagawin ko? Ano ba yung, diba? ano na yung pwede kong maging trabaho? Kasi meron akong pamilya na pinapakain. Diba? So, Marami rin akong tinulungan um, in such a way where tinulung- nag-career coaching din ako. Okay. So, nag-expand din talaga yung skill set ko. Gawa ng, ano, gawa ng netong pandemic and netong 2020. And I think, para sa listeners mo, you know, I think, para sa akin, that's what's most important as an entrepreneur. It's number one, being able to adapt to any situation find opportunity in adversity. Lagi ko ang sinasabi. And number two, hindi natatapos yung education. Mm. Okay, let's say for example, nag-graduate ka na from college or even nag-drop out ka na from, from college. In, yung education, yung pag-aaral, hindi naman natatapos yan eh. Yes. Tamanggit mo kanina, student ambassador ako sa University of the People. For those who are not aware, University of the People, it's an online college. I'm back in college right now. I'm a freshman. In college right now, I'm taking up business administration. Diba? And I'm 31 years old. Okay, magta-32 ako ngayong April. So, doesn't matter what age you are, you, you need to educate yourself. Hindi naman natatapos yung education eh. Okay, mm-hmm. so, para sa akin, yun yung dalawang driving factors that help me to continue to succeed every day as an entrepreneur, being able to adapt and and educating myself. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh. So, uh, being able to adapt and uh, educate. self-education. Okay, yes. wow. So, what is entrepreneurship for you? Okay, a lot of people may or may not agree with me when I say this, but I've learned from a lot of mentors, a lot of business owners, when I ask this same question, and they, they keep giving me the same answer. And para sa akin, it makes sense. So hopefully, para sa listeners mo, it makes sense din, eh, no? Entrepreneurship, it's just solving problems for people. Problem solver ka. If you're an entrepreneur, you're solving a problem. Yun lang yung ginagawa mo. Okay? Ngayon, kung walang problema, gagawa ka ngayon ng problema para isolve mo yung problema na yun. Okay, that's okay. called disrupting. Right? Um, otherwise, you find a problem. You go into an industry that you, you know, somewhat like or feel like that you can have a passion about or, alam mo yun. And then, from there, titingnan mo kung ano yung, titingnan mo yung proseso. Okay? Ngayon, maghanap ka ng problema. Ano ba yung problema sa proseso na to? And then, if you have the capacity, yun yung isasolve mo. So, for me, that's what entrepreneurship is. It's just, problem solver ka eh. You hmm. solve problems. 
as a problem solver, ano ba yung mga skills na kailangan mo? Okay? Obviously, you need critical thinking skills. Kailangan mong mm. i-analyze yung problema eh, bago ka gumawa ng solusyon. Obviously, kasi pag hindi mo in-analyze yung problema at gumawa ka ng solution, yung solution na yun, bogus yun. Okay? <laughs> Walang matutulungan yung solution mo. Right? But, of course, you need critical thinking skills as an entrepreneur. You need planning skills. Okay? Kailangan organize ka. Yung mundo mo, kailangan organize. Yung mental, yung, alam mo yan, your, your mental health, it has to be organized. Your mind has to be organized. Every a lot of things have to be planned out. Hindi ka pwedeng basta basta lang eh. Alam mo yun? And not only that, but you also need to be persuasive. Okay, mm. marami kasing tao diyan, medyo matitigas ang ulo, bro eh. Alam mo yun? It's like wala naman talaga akong problema eh. Bakit mo sila sabi may problema ako? Wala naman talaga akong problema. Hindi <laughs> ko kailangan mo. Okay? Marami diyan. Pero, of course, kitang-kita mo eh. Hindi. Pinag-aralan ko to, in-analyze ko to, ito yung proposal ko. Ito yung problema. And, kung iti-take nyo ako, gusto kong ayusin to para sa inyo. Right? So, you need to you need to be persuasive as well. Ang daming skills. You need to be, kailangan marunong ka rin mag-negotiate. Obviously. Mm. Diba? Kasi, okay, Tinake na yung proposal mo. Okay, as a problem solver, they want to take your proposal. Pero ito yung budget nila. Okay, ito yung, ito yung budget ko. Uh, kaya ba? So you can solve this problem for us. Eh, medyo maliit. Medyo may pamilya ka rin na kailangan pa kainin. At alam mo, pinaghirapan mo naman talaga yung craft mo. Pinaghirapan mo naman talaga yung, yung um, pag-analyze ng problem and building your skills overall as an entrepreneur. So, of course, you deserve more, obviously. Diba? So, paano mo negotiate yun? Diba? So, and dami, and daming skills needed as an entrepreneur. A lot of people mistake kasi entrepreneurship as something na madaling pasukin. I mean, make no mistake, madali naman talaga sa pasukin. Like, tomorrow, one person can quit their job, start a Facebook page, and the name of the business is XYZ Business, and then kinabukasan call themselves CEO and fucking president of XYZ <laughs> Business. Yeah. And dami nun eh, right? But but it's not just it's not just about that. It's not just about the branding. Mm. It's about what problems are you solving. It's about how you solve those problems. It's about sales, it's about negotiation, marketing. Public speaking, persuasion, critical thinking, analysis, and damning school school of thought under the umbrella of entrepreneurship, and not enough people are educating themselves with all of those schools of thoughts. If you're gonna become an entrepreneur, you need to be a well-balanced entrepreneur. Because some entrepreneurs, I know, I'm sobrang last nila sa sales, sobrang last nila sa marketing, and they just stick with that. Hindi na nila pinag-aaralan yung ibang schools of thought. And that's, you know, if you have money, that's okay. Kasi then you could hire someone. For example, kung malakas ako sa sales, mag-hire na lang ako ng marketing, mag-hire na lang ako ng branding, mag-hire na lang ako ng someone else to do this. Diba? Pero paano kung wala ang budget? Paano kung bootstrap entrepreneur ka? Paano kung one-man army ka? Paano kung lahat ng trabaho nasa'yo? Mm. So in my case kasi, 
nung nagsimula ako five and a half years ago, bootstrap entrepreneur ako eh. So, ibig sabihin, wala akong seed fund, wala akong investors. Nagsimula ako sa 10,000 pesos na, na budget. Okay, so ang story niyan is, um, I used to work for a, for a BPO company. And ang dami kong natutunan doon, absolutely loved yung, yung, um, yung mga lessons learned ko when I was a call center agent. So, sobrang, ano, um, sobrang nakuha ko doon yung work ethic, nakuha ko doon yung communication, and nakuha ko doon yung mismong grind. Kasi yung grind, mahirap eh. Alam mo yun? Kailangan, hindi, hindi siya for the faint of heart eh. Alam mo yun? Kailangan matibay ka eh. Kailangan resilient ka. Kailangan malakas ka eh. Diba? If you're grinding. So, nakuha ko lahat yun sa sa PPO kaya ang taas ng respeto ko sa kanila. Ang dami ang dami mo rin kasi mamimit na entrepreneur mm-hmm. out there that'll fucking be like, "Oh, you know, I quit corporate, corporate stocks, BPO, toxic 'yan, blah 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 blah." Hindi sila nagpapakita ng respeto sa roots nila. Para sa akin medyo medyo foul 'yun. Hindi ko gusto 'yun. Okay? Magpakita ka ng respeto sa pinagdaanan mo. Magpakita ka ng respeto sa pain mo. Kasi kung hindi mo pinagdaanan 'yun, wala ka dito ngayon. Wow. Right? So, sobrang taas ng respeto ko uh, sa industry na yun. Ang daming tinuro sa akin sa um, ng industry na yun. But, you know, I had to I had to resign eh. Kasi, nag, nag, yun nga, nag-iba, nag-iba yung mission ko eh. Nag-iba yung vision ko para sa sarili ko eh. Yun nga, to enable progress. Gusto kong tumulong. Hindi ko na, medyo hindi ko na nararamdaman yun eh nung nasa BPO ako eh. Kaya, paano ba? Paano ba mag-level up? So, uh, nag-render ako, nag-render ako ng 30 days ko, hinihintay ko yung back pay ko. Parang nasa, I don't know, I think it was 25 to, anywhere between 25 to 35K yung nakuha kong back pay. Pero, syempre, uh, bumili ako ng groceries, nagbayad ako ng rent, nagbayad ako ng bills, may anak ako. So, nag-provide ako sa kanya. And all of that aside, basically, ang natira sa akin is 10,000 bucks or 10,000 pesos. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sabi ko, anong gagawin ko dito? Gusto kong maging motivational speaker, gusto kong maging stress management coach, gusto kong maging entrepreneur. Meron akong 10K, anong, anong gagawin ko dito? Okay, so una kong naisip was to go on LinkedIn. Mm, so like, sa mga hindi nakakalam, uh, LinkedIn is like the Facebook for professionals. Hmm. And you can actually find me on LinkedIn as well. Uh, Alex Pedrom, right? But I went on LinkedIn and then nag-add ako. Nag-add ako ng mga kung sino-sinong entrepreneur, kung sino-sinong professional. Not just in not just nationally, but internationally, all around the world. So nag-research ako. Um, gusto kong naki- okay, ito leadership coach to. Sige, oh ito public speaker to. Sige, add ko yan. Oh ito motivational speaker to. Sige, add ko yan. So inad ko silang lahat. Umabot ata ako ng mga I don't know, anywhere between 15 to 2000 connections. Wow. Like yeah, in the span of like um in the span of like less than a month. Basta add lang ako ng ad. Okay, pero Um, and there was a purpose. Hindi lang ako basta-basta nag, alam niyo, nag, nag, nag-add ng mga tao. Uh, ang purpose ko was that I wanted to learn from them. So, nag-draft din ako ng, ano, ng, ng sobrang habang message. It must have been three or four paragraphs, bro. Nag-draft ako ng sobrang habang message stating na humingi ako ng tulong. Ito yung meron ako ngayon. Ito yung sitwasyon ko ngayon. At ito yung gusto kong puntahan. 
Mm. Okay, ito yung gusto kong resulta. So I message all those people. Uh, obviously, you know, not all. I, I don't think I had the capacity to do that. But I had probably message 500 plus plus people on LinkedIn. Wow. Sending them that same message. Copy paste lang. Send, 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 send. I believe na ban pa nga ako sa, sa messaging kasi um, they thought I was spamming. No? So, ayun, binan din ako ni LinkedIn, which is probably why I could not message lahat ng connections ko na yan. Because I was banned. Because LinkedIn probably thought I was spamming. But for me, it was a, it was a cry for help, bro. Humihiya ako ng tulong sa literally sa mundo. Hmm. Na mga professional. Um, and yung laman ng, ng message ko na yun, other than, other than, ano, um, other than letting them know ito yung sitwasyon ko, ito yung meron ako ngayon, at ito yung gusto ko sanang resulta, nag-last, ewan ko kung saan ko ba nahanap yung last ng loob na yun, ha, pero nagtanong ako sa kanila kung pwede ba silang maging mentor ko. Wow. Matulungan nyo ako, eh. coach nyo naman ako. Okay, uh, wala akong pambayad pero sana may time ka sana maalap mo sa puso mo na ano uh, ibigay sa akin yung opportunity na to okay um may mga nagreply actually marami naman nag- so I, i probably messaged I, i guess i guess it was 500 before i got banned from linkedin no i think half of them replied like 200 to 250 nagreply um nagbibigay sa akin ng mga advice tapos nagbibigay sa akin ng mga, nag-guide sa akin kung ano ba yung dapat kong gawin, advice, guidance, um, tips, mga ganyan, kung saan na dapat ako mag-invest, kung kanino, kung sinong coach ba dapat yung i-hire ko, at iba pa. Pero walang concrete na ano eh, alam mo yun, kumbaga pagkatapos nila akong replyan isang beses, Kumbaga, yun na yun. <laughs> diba? Pero ang dami kong naipon na ano, ang dami kong naipon ng mga golden nuggets, ang dami kong naipon ng mga references sa mga libro, sa mga video resources na dapat panoorin ko, sa mga dapat mga nire-research ko, sa dapat structure, sistema, at framework um, ng emotional, mental, spiritual, and pagkaka-business-minded ko. Ang dami ko rin naman natutunan, pero yun nga, um, hindi kasi siya tuloy-tuloy eh hindi pa rin siya ganun ka-organize eh. Hindi pa rin siya, yun nga, ganun ka-solid or concrete para sa akin, no? So, what I did was, instead of asking, can you be my mentor, can we meet? <laughs> Pwede pa tayo magkita, I don't know, sa lunch break mo, sa free time mo, kung kailan kami isang oras para sa akin. Sana, um, sana ibigay mo kasi gusto kong matuto eh. Diba? And pupuntahan ko yun. Okay, kahit, kahit saan ka pa. Alright, mm-hmm. meron mga instances na umabot ako. So taga-Pasig ako eh. Meron mga instances na umabot ako sa Laguna. Meron mga instances, well, actually madalas sa Makati for some reason, madalas sa Makati, no. But may mga instances nga na umabot ako sa Laguna to just get that little piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Alam mo 'yun? So I had to do that and then um I met with about 50 people. Wow. I met with about 50 people. Uh, dumami kasi I became part of a group called LinkedIn Local. So, LinkedIn Local is a group of professionals, business owners, and entrepreneurs that are all advocates or advocates for LinkedIn. So, marami talaga akong na-meet 
na professional sa isang LinkedIn local event sa BGC. Right? Pero wala pa rin. Wala pa rin. Wala pa rin. <laughs> wala pa rin akong concrete ano, um, plan or mentor that can actually guide me. And then um, the last person I met, his name is uh, JC Santos, not the actor. Okay, <laughs> the actor because <kasi laughs> JC Santos, diba? But oh, not the actor, bro. But he is the CEO and president of Speech Coach Training. So nalala mo na banggit mo kanina, I'm a business format franchisee of Speech Coach Training Ortigas. So si JC, siya yung naging mentor ko. Nagmeet kami sa Chendisitas. Sa I think it was Krispy Kreme. Oh, that that stupid coffee shop, man. Na ano, um, I was sitting there having my coffee. Akala ko just another meeting. Nasana, medyo nasanay din ako na okay, one one more meeting, bibigyan ako ng advice and then blah blah blah, right? But in the end, it was like, okay, bibigyan kita ng opportunity. Um kasi naniniwala ako sa iyo, naniniwala ako sa vision mo. Gusto ko itang tulungan. So, ito yung opportunity ko para sa iyo. Papayagan kitang i-franchise mo itong speech coach ng, ng libre. Walang, walang bayad. Walang franchise fee. Whatever. Payagan ako na gawin mo yon. Tapos, pakita mo sa akin yung, yung grit, yung passion mo in action. Pakita mo sa akin na, na kahit anong mangyari, magawin mo ng paraan i-franchise ito. So, obviously, just because walang franchise fee doesn't mean na wala naman na talaga akong babayaran. Obviously, I had to pay for an office. I had to pay for a team. All of that. <laughs> Pero lahat yon nagawan ko ng paraan lahat yon Nagawan ko ng paraan lahat yon So, finranchise ko yung speech coach training. Sa Marikina talaga kasi yung office nun eh. Finranchise ko sa Ortigas. Hence, business format, franchisee, speech coach training, um, Ortigas branch. So, finranchise ko yun. Right? And then, after nun, um, I think it was like a, a year... Or a year and a half later, I use speech coach training as a platform to build I Influence Institute. See, speech coach, kasi obviously from from its name, no, we teach people um, how to talk in English. Okay, we help people build their confidence and communication skills. Pagdating sa English and public speaking. Okay, see, I Influence, naman, I Influence Institute. Shadaman, I ano um yung nga, stress and adversity management. Kasi, di ba ang mission ko naman talaga is I wanted to become a motivational speaker and public speaker and coach for stress and adversity management or before stress management, di ba? Mm-hmm. So nagstick pa rin ako sa vision ko. Although now, meron na akong um franchise to back it up. Namasabi mm-hmm. ko talaga na entrepreneur ako. Ang dami kong natutunan sa franchise na yon. My gosh, and dami kong natutunan sa franchise na yan when it came to sales, marketing, branding, um, leadership, people management, people development. Pag de-develop ng sarili ko rin, sobrang dami kong natutunan. So, yun yung naging training ground ko, si Speech Coach. Hanggang ngayon naman ako. Hanggang ngayon naman, nagpa-franchise ako. And everything is digital now. But, ang laki ng respeto ko kay Speech Coach kasi um, yun nga yung naging training ground ko. And then eventually, I was able to innovate iInfluence Institute. And from there, I was able to close huge corporate accounts. Malalakas yung mga budget sa corporate. So I was able to close huge corporate accounts. And then eventually, people wanted to hire me as a speaker. So then I also became a freelance speaker. And then, 
yun, after nun, sabi ko, sige, kailangan gumaling magsalita. So I joined um, different organizations, uh, Philippine Society for Talent Development, eventually Toastmasters, and, and all of that. And then after nun, uh, ko yung, fast forward a few years later, namit ko yung my now fiance, M. Villanueva, who is my co-host in Stories After Swipe Right. And then now we started a podcast together, right? And then yung, yung pinaka uh, huling business that I had built or the startup that I had launched was NYC Manila Speaker Summit. So NYC Manila Speaker Summit is a virtual event held both in the USA and in the Philippines. And we feature speakers to talk about a certain theme. Yung theme last year was called Future Fit 2021. And Future Fit 2021 was helping people to navigate the new year with hope and direction. Kasi in 2020, sobrang hirap tayo sa direction, eh, sa vision. Eh. Hindi natin makita yung future. Eh. Diba kasi sa dami na nangyayari. Right? So we created NYC Manila Speaker Summit so that um, to give people hope and direction for the new year. So with that being said, um, ngayon, I feel that I'm more obligated to give back. Because mm. I was five and a half years ago. I was disappointed in your passion, mo, yung grit, mo, yung entrepreneurial spirit. Okay, And then... Binigyan ako ng chance, binigyan ako ng opportunity ng panahon to shine. And I fucking shine, man. Yun lang yun. And now, I, ngayon, obligado ako to give that back to other people. Kaya nag-message ako sa'yo, nag-message ako sa, sa community of podcasters. Paano ba ako makakatulong? Paano ako ba may involve yung sarili ko sa goals and vision ng negosyo mo, ng podcast mo, ng organization mo? How can I do my part? So, yeah, that's the story behind that, man. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, first, thank you very much, sir, for pay, uh, paying it forward sa amin. Nakatulad namin na mga kailangan ng knowledge mo about entrepreneurship. Grabe, no? Ang dami. Ang dami mong ginagawa. Uh, host ka, student, yeah. entrepreneur. Nag-aaral pa ako. Yun nga. Oo, dami. Marami talaga. But, of course... Um, pag meron kang mission to, to help people. And I believe that, I believe every entrepreneur should have that as part of their mission, helping people. Because mm-hmm. when you solve problems as an entrepreneur, you're ultimately, you're, you're ultimately helping someone. Tumutulong ka eh. Mm. Pag nagsasolve ka ng isang problema, tumutulong ka eh. So, you should always have time to pay it forward. You should always have time to, to help people. Diba? Kahit, kahit ano pa yung ginagawa mo. Okay, maghanap ka ng oras para tumulong sa community. Maghanap ka ng oras na para i-involve mo yung sarili mo sa community. Okay, a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs kasi end up being selfish eh. Mm. Alam mo yun, ganito yung nangyayari dyan. Okay, entrepreneur ako, bootstrap entrepreneur, ang dami kong pinagdaanan, ngayon successful na ako, self-made ako. Para sa akin, medyo, uh, okay, self-made ka Okay, ibig sabihin hindi ganoon para sa akin ha, kung kaya mong abutin yung goal at yung vision mo with yourself, just yourself, para sa akin hindi pa ganoon kalaki yung goal at vision mo eh. Ooh. Alam mo yan? Kung self-made ka, para sa akin hindi pa ganoon kalaki yung yung vision mo para sa sarili mo, para sa mundo. 
I believe you guys say a true goal, a true vision involves not just you, but the people around you. It involves a community. Wow. Ganun nagiging leader ang isang tao eh. Okay? So, para sa akin, yung mga branding na, yun nga, self-made, medyo, medyo kulang pa sila para sa akin. Okay? Para sa akin, mas may respeto ako sa mga tao na, alam mo, hindi ko maabot to kundi dahil sa team ko. Hindi ko maabot to kundi dahil kay Richard, kundi dahil sa mga listeners ko, hindi dahil sa mga fans ko. Hindi ko maabot to hindi dahil sa asawa ko. Hindi ko maabot to hindi dahil sa mga... Na- yon, diba? Entrepreneurship for me, it's it's about that. It's not it's not about being selfish. Like like okay, na appreciate ko na nagsucceed ka dahil mo pinagdaanan. Alam ko yung sakit na pinagdaanan mo eh. Alam ko yung hirap na pinagdaanan mo eh. At nagsuffer ka talaga kung nagsucceed ka. Pero at the end of the day, to say na, alam mo yun, sabihin mo lang na ikaw lang yung may credit doon. Mm-hmm. Para sa akin, yo, come on man, parang what about everyone else na naniwala sa'yo? Wow. What about everyone else na pinagtanggol ka? What about everyone else na, alam yun, kahit ang hirap mong kasama dahil gusto mong baguhin yung mundo, yung sarili mo, yung proseso, yung sistema, at dahil doon medyo nagiging tunnel vision tayo, ang hi- mahirap ka kasama pag ganun eh. Kasi wala kang ibang naiisip kung hindi yun eh. Hmm. What about those people? ba? Dapat bigyan ng credit lahat ng tao na yan. So, I hope for your listeners who are aiming or aspiring to be entrepreneurs, don't or always remember to give credit to the people who helped you. Hmm. Tandaan nyo kung sino yung mga tumulong sa inyo at i-mention nyo, ipagkalat nyo yung pangalan nila. It's not about you, eh. it's about them. It's about the community that you're trying to help. And para sa akin, pag na-realize mo na yon bilang isang entrepreneur, na it's not about me, it's not about you, where entrepreneurship actually extends outwards, that's when you can make a real difference. That's when you can make a huge difference. At dun mo masusukat or mababase na yung goal at yung vision mo, sobrang laki. Mm. Dahil ikaw mismo hindi mo kinakaya mag-isa Kailangan mo ng tulong ng iba. So, yun lang. Para sa akin. <laughs> wow. Grabe. Actually, meron ako na, na meron po ako napakainggan dati na CEO ng isang company na dati daw, ang purpose niya lang is uh, magkaroon siya ng pera uh, right. para sa sarili niya na uh, maitaguyod yung sarili niya sa mga ganyan. Pero nung lumaki na yung company niya, I mean, Nung, uh, a main goal kung bakit tumaka yung company niya is nung binago niya yung mindset niya. Yung hindi yung sarili yung iniisip niya. Yung purpose niya ngayon is uh, sa family niya, sa mga tao na nalitipan niya, sa mga employees. And yun pala, yun pala yung key for success of isang entrepreneur. Part siya ng proseso. Richard, mm-hmm. eh, ano, ano to eh? Sa, sa una, syempre, ano, may pake ka sa, ano eh, may pake ka sa pera eh. you, you really need to think about money. Kasi yeah. hindi masasustain yung negosyo mo or entrepreneurial journey mo kung wala pera. 
Mm. Okay. Pero a few years later, huwag kang mawawala sa totoong direction dahil sa pera. Okay? <laughs> Minsan kasi, yung mga ibang entrepreneurs, instead of flying straight, medyo nag-under the table na sila, medyo, alam mo yun, nag-shortcut na lang. Diba? So, nawawala yung kaluluwa ng kumpanya nila eh, dahil sa pera. Sa una, kailangan nyo talaga ng pera. At okay lang yun. Kailangan nyo kumite Para sa akin, lalo na kung bagong entrepreneur ka, kailangan solid yung sales nyo eh. Kailangan solid yung sales process nyo, yung sales cycle nyo. Lahat. Kailangan marunong ka rin bumenta eh. Kasi kung wala kang pera, lalo na kung wala kang investors, kung bootstrap ka, tulad ko, well, hindi ka tatagal dyan eh. Okay? Hindi ka talaga at hindi ka tatagal dyan. Hindi ka darating sa destination na gusto mo. Okay? So, sobrang importante na na although, you know, money is important in the beginning, sobrang importante na hindi tayo mawala <laughs> dahil sa pera. Okay? Eventually, pag medyo nag-mature na, mag-mature na tayo, nag-mature na yung kumpanya natin, nag-iba yung mga needs eh. Habang tumatagal yung kumpanya, nag-iba yung mga needs niya. Habang nagmamature ka rin, nag-iba rin yung needs mo. Okay? So, eventually, darating ka sa point tulad ng CEO na binasa mo na pera, hindi naman, parang, parang hindi na ako masaya eh. <laughs> okay, may pera ako, pero hindi ako masaya. Diba? So, baka, baka yun yung naramdaman niya. Ako, alam ko, yun yung naramdaman ko eh. <laughs> Dati, sobrang importante ng pera sa akin. At yes. syempre, kailangan kumita. Diba? Kailangan mag-buy ng bills. Kailangan mag-provide. Diba? Pero ngayon na, medyo, medyo stable na medyo madalas pumapasok na yung yung income hmm. sa kung saan-saan na mga ano company organizations and mga department so ngayon meron na akong capacity to think about other things kasi hindi na ako nag-iisip ng pera hmm. now i can think about now i can think about my mental health now i can think about my employees now i can think about my family hmm. ang hirap kasi kung pinagsasabay mo yung pera pamilya mo, empleyado mo, sarili mo, okay? Sa una, kailangan talaga i-prioritize yung, yung, yung pera. Okay? And ganun lang talaga eh. Kung bootstrap entrepreneur ka, kung wala kang seed funds, kung wala kang investors, kailangan mo talaga i-prioritize yung pera. Ganun talaga. Kaya pag naging entrepreneur ka, hindi lang decision mo yun eh. Decision din ng pamilya mo yun kung may pamilya ka. Pwede kasing ready ka na maging entrepreneur, pero sila hindi. Oh. Tingnan mo din, 'di ba? Kaya nga dapat maganda alam mo 'yan, maganda mag-try maging entrepreneur na medyo medyo bata pa tayo, mga mga between 18 to 25. Kasi habang tumatanda tayo, nagkakaroon tayo ng obligasyon eh. Karon tayo ng mga responsibilidad. Yes. Okay? And medyo mahirap na magdesisyon gawa ng mga obligation na 'yon. Oh. Kaya 'yun lang 'yung sa akin. Wow. So ano no uh, dahil sa obligasyon uh, medyo kailangan na nating isipin yung mga dapat nating gawin para so, sa atin. So how to be paano mag paano ano po yung sukatan niyo para maging great na entrepreneur ka? Paano maging great entrepreneur? Okay, para sa akin na when pag sinabi kasing great entrepreneur Parang tapos ka na eh. Alam mo, okay. parang naabot mo na yung yung level na okay, great na ako. Ano ngayon? 
what's after great? Diba? Mm-hmm. Parang, parang ano, anong susunod sa great? So, para sa akin, hindi ako ganun mag-isip eh. Okay? Uh, sa akin, an entrepreneur, lifelong journey yan. Journey na hindi natatapos. Except okay. pag na-deads na siguro ako. Ganun. <laughs> right? There's always a new problem to solve. There's always more people to help. There's always room for growth. Okay? There's always room to learn. So, ang para sa akin, it's not about being a great entrepreneur, but having a great journey in entrepreneurship. Yeah, kasi kung... Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Kasi kung tunay ka na entrepreneur, parati kang ano eh, parati kang gutom eh. Not in a literal sense. I hope not. Obviously, hindi yung literal na gutom But alam mo yun, you're always hungry for knowledge, always hungry to help people, always hungry to solve problems. At pag sinabi mong great entrepreneur ka na, sinabi parang sinabi mong okay, tapos na ako, magre-retire na ako. Ganun. But, you know, para sa akin, siguro sa ngayon, hindi ko nakikita yung, ano eh, yung retirement eh. Hindi ko nakikita yung time na magsa-stop ako tumulong. Hindi ko nakikita yung time na hihinto akong mag-solve ng mga problema. <laughs> mga ibang tao, gawa ng stress and adversity. Yung mga ganyan. So, ganun yung drive. Ganun yung drive. Dapat tuloy-tuloy. Wala namang, ano eh, wala namang katapusan eh. You just become better and better every day. <laughs> so, ayun nga, Poster. So, sabi nyo, being an entrepreneur is not being great. It's about the journey. Ng pag- yeah, it's about having a great journey. Wow. Absolutely. So, ano po yung top three mistakes na nagawa mo as entrepreneur? Okay, number one, di ako marunong mag-manage ng pera. That's number mm-hmm. one. Number two, di ako marunong magbenta. That's number two. And then, number three, hindi ko alam kung paano i-communicate yung vision ko. Kasi meron akong vision, meron akong gusto mangyari sa mundo, sa sarili ko, sa kumpanya ko. At dahil hindi ko ma-communicate yun, nagkakaroon ng iba-ibang vision. Nagkakaroon ng iba-ibang input sa kung sino man nasa tabi ko, nasa immediate circle ko. And ang nangyayari is, dahil ang daming pumapasok na noise, na input, na information, nawawala ako. Okay? So, um, nung natutunan ko yon, mag-manage ng pera, magbenta, ng maayos, ng totoo. Okay? May pagkabenta kasi na ano eh, may, alam mo yun, medyo walang integrity. Right? So, um, mag-manage ng pera, magbenta, at magsalita. Yun talaga. Yun talaga yung tumulong sa akin umangat. Yun talaga yun. Kasi before, so, diba, nakwento ko, call center agent, right? Nasa collections department ako nun eh. So, ibig sabihin, um, di naman ako marunong mag... Wala, wala naman akong skill set sa, sa sales or sa public speaking or sa financial management. Marunong lang ako ma-collect ng pera. <laughs> diba? Yun lang, pretty much. Diba? But, um, when I entered business, nalaman ko na 
Okay, kailangan ko pala yung mga skill set na to. At dahil wala ako, nag-suffer talaga ako noon. I, I did not close sa speech coach. Hindi ko na-close yung first sale ko until after nine months pa. Wow. So, ibig sabihin, within yung first month ko maging entrepreneur until the nine months, yung nilalabas kong pera, galing sarili kong basa. Hindi ko nga alam kung paano ako nagagaw- nagawa yun eh. <laughs> diba? Pero, uma- umabot ako sa time na Walang-wala talaga ako na na nung time na nasa bahay ako, nag-iipon ako ng mga ng plastic, ng papel, ng mga bote. Tapos binebenta ko sa nearby junk shop kay ano, kay parang Edgar, hindi ko makalimutan yung pangalan. Kay parang Edgar, tapos binibigyan niya ako ng pera. 'Di ba? Yun yung naging allowance ko papasok ng office. Eventually, naubusan na ako ng Jario bote. Ang ginawa ko is nat- natulog na ako sa opisina ko. Kasi meron nung pumasok na Meralco bill. Meron nung pumasok na Meralco bill na sobrang taas kasi dahil hindi ko nababayaran. And meron akong konting budget. Ngayon, tinanong ko sarili ko, okay, magbabayad ba ako ng, ng, ng Meralco bill ko? Or gagamitin ko na lang tong pang-allowance sa opisina. Pero doon ako matutulog. Okay, obviously, pinili ko yung pangalawa. Right? Uh, So, hinayaan ko na lang maputulan ako ng kuryente. <laughs> Kasi, pag ginawa ko yun, pag pinabayad ko ng kuryente, yung budget ko nun, hindi na ako, hindi ako makakapuntang opisine. Mm. ba diba? So, from Pasig, nagko-commute ako dati, papuntang Ortigas. Right? Maliit lang yung budget, pero walang-wala kasi talaga ako nun eh. So, ang, gina- ang ginawa ko na lang is natulog ako, natulog ako sa opisina ko. And then, ang nangyari was... Every 4 a.m., nagigising ako kasi uh, nagsi-CR ako. Public kasi, wala kasing CR sa mismong loob ng opisina ko. So, I had to go to the public bathroom, right? Para, ano, um, para maligo sa bidet. So, bidet yung ginagamit ko pang ligo, right? Before, oh, 4 a.m. Kasi public, public space eh. So, ang daming nag in and out sa restroom. Na kaya naman, obviously, kung nailigo ako dun. Right? So, yun yung ginagawa ko, araw-araw. For like, uh, I think that lasted, I think it was um, maybe six weeks or seven weeks. Ooh. Ganun. Tapos ang kinakain ko nun, uh, 15 pesos lang yung budget ko sa pagkain ko nun. So, kalahating rice at kalahating gulay. <laughs> And that's it, every day. Yeah. Oh, tapos yung, yung marketing ko nun was, yung style ko nun was obviously wala akong pang market online. FB ads, ganun. Wala, di ba? So, nagpa-print ako ng tarpaulin ngayon. And then, uh, may pinuntahan akong compound na punong-puno ng mga street vendor. Nung pwede pa yung mga street vendors or tigas. Ngayon si bawal na. Pero no, that that year pwede. And then, uh, meron isang vendor, nagbibenta ng fishball, kwek-kwek, yun. Laging dinudumog yun pag lunch break. So, nakiusap ako kay Nanay Fishball ngayon. Hindi ko nga nakuha yung, ano, yung, yung first name niya. <laughs> Pero nakiusap ako kay Nanay Fishball ngayon. Nay, uh, okay lang ba na isabit ko tong speech coach tarpaulin ko sa ano nyo? Sa vendor sa, ven- sa vendor nyo? Okay lang ba? Sabi niyo, oo, oh, oh, sige, sige anak. Basta bumili ka lang dito. Oh, sige po, dito ako bibili. <laughs> diba? Kasi mahilig ako ng ano, at that time, di ba, wala akong budget, fishball lang ako ng fishball, kwek-kwek lang, toge, ganun, right? <laughs> Yun lang kinakain ko. So, uh, I think it was 
after that time, I think it was maybe five days to a week later, hmm. may biglang pumasok sa opisina. Kala ko naliligaw. Kasi, hindi naman ako sanay na pa ipapasok sa opisina. <laughs> ano, sir, uh, saan po kayo? Kasi, ano uh, ano po kami? Um, pasara na po kami. Uh, tapos sabi niya, ah, ah ganun ba? Mag-inquire po sana ako eh, sa speech coach. Sabi ko, ito po, ito, sabi niya, ito po ba yun? Sabi ko, ah, okay, mag-inquire ba kayo? Like, oh, sobrang hiyang-hiya ako. Nakapangbahay ako. Kasi doon ako natulog sa opisina eh, di ba? Nakapangbahay ako, ang gulo ng opisina. Hindi ko kasi ina-expect na, alam mo yun, medyo naka-mindset, naka-comfort zone na ako na parang, shit, di pa ako bebenta, hindi ko pa panahon. So, mm. na-surprise ako. Sabi ko, oh, sige, uh, pwede, teka lang. Okay, so, uh, naglinis ako sandali. Nag, ano, nag, nagpantalon. <laughs> nagpantalon ako, naka-shorts ako eh. Nagpantalon ako. Sabi ko, pasensya na, sir. Kasi dito ako natutulog sa opisina ako eh. Medyo ganun. So, naintindihan naman niya. Um, and then, and then sabi, nag-inquire siya. Uh, ano siya? He, that guy is in middle management at a company called NEDA, the National Economic and Development Authority. Not a company, but a government agency. Kasi yung opisina namin dati, tapat ng NEDA. Mm. Okay? So, ah, oh, malapit sa Astoria Plaza, Ortigas. Right? So, sabi niya, galing, ano, galing akong NEDA, um, kailangan ko kasing mag-present eh. Tapos English. And then, actually sir, nakita ko lang yung ano, nakita ko lang yung, yung ads nyo. Yun sa fishbowl na kinakainan ko. And then, oh, dito lang pala yun sa kabila. Sige, puntahan ko nga. So, naghintay lang ako matapos yung shift. At ngayon, nandito na ako. So, sobrang, wow, sobrang na-surprise ako noon. And then, yeah, the rest is history, man. I was able to close uh-huh. that sale and then um, make that money. So, nagbayad ako ng kuryente sa bahay. Finally, nakauwi ako. Finally, nakaligo ako maayos. Nakatulog ako ng maayos. Um, and then, afternoon napag-provide ng konti. Uh, for me, for my daughter, all of that, no? Pero syempre, marami pa rin akong lessons pagdating sa pag-manage ng pera. Okay, meron akong mga investments na hindi naging okay, obviously. Pero nung natutunan ko na kung paano mag-manage, wealth management, wealth mindset, sobrang nag-iba yung, yung mundo ko. Kasi nalaman ko, ang pera, energy lang pala yan. Mm. Okay, it's energy. And you, you attract it. So I just needed to be kind of like a magnet for that energy. So ayan, eventually naging okay tas natuto pa ako magbenta. Okay? So tumaas yung sales kasi marunong na ako makipag-negotiate, eh. marunong na ako makipag-usap eh. Tapos after noon, natuto pa ako magsalita. So nangyayari is hindi na one-on-one yung bentahan, platform closing na. Nakatayo ako sa taas ng stage at may kausap akong isang daan na tao. Wow. Ngayon, nagpe-present ako sa isang daan na tao na yun. And then, mass enrollment yung nangyayari. So, sobrang, sobrang naging okay. Gawa ng tatlong skill set na yun. So, hopefully, para sa mga listeners nyo, um, pag-isipan yung uh, i-level up yung sales skills nyo, yung wealth management and wealth mindset nyo, and also pagiging communicator. How do you okay. do Public speaking, ganyan. Kasi eventually, kailangan nyo yan. Of course, you need to be able to talk and communicate yung vision nyo. Lalo na kung aspiring entrepreneur ka. Yun lang. Wow, I love that. First mistake is um, yung ha- uh, selling, kumbaga. 
Yeah, money and selling, man. That's the first mistake. And then second is yung wealth management. And third is yung um, uh, communication. Communication. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I have a challenge para sa'yo, sir. So, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Let's assume this is a pen. Okay. So, can you sell me this pen? Okay. Ididibang ko yung myth na yan, ha? A lot of people will grab a pen and be like, hey, sell me this pen, courtesy of Jordan Belfort, Wolf of Wall Street. For those who don't know, I am certified straight line selling Jordan Belfort from the movie Wolf of Wall Street. Meron akong certification ng sales course niya. Okay? And ganito dinidebunk yan. Okay? Kung totoong salesman ka, hindi ka ganito. Tingin ko magugustuhan mo yung pen na to kasi kulay blue siya. Napansin ko na mahilig ka sa kulay blue based on sa suot mo. And also, meron siyang grip na sobrang sarap magsulat. I'm um, dito, no? And another way of selling. So that's the logical way of selling. Okay. Uh, emotional, an emotional way of selling would be, Sir, paano kung sinabi ko sa iyo na mananalo ka ng loto? Galing, di ba? Ngayon, ano tingin mo yung pang susulat mo sa check na yun? Agree ka ba sa akin na pag nanalo ka ng loto, it will be one of the happiest times of your life. That also means you need a pen that will make you happy too. Boom. Okay, so that's mental and logical and emotional selling, mm-hmm. right? But the best way to sell this pen is consultative selling. Mm. Maging consultant ka, magtanong ka. Okay? Sir, okay, gan- ba't, nyo, ba't kayo naghanap ng ballpen? Mm. Anong klaseng ballpen hinahanap nyo? Okay? Um, huwag kang mag-assume na itong binibenta mong pen is yun yung hinahanap niyang ballpen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yun yun eh. Wow. Okay? So, what, you, what are you doing? As a salesperson, you're qualifying your leads. You're qualifying your prospects. Hindi lahat ng tao mabibentahan mo. Mm. Does that make sense? Hindi lahat ng tao mabibentahan mo. Hindi lahat ng tao part ng target market mo. Ibig sabihin. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't sell to everyone. Therefore, merong sales process na tinatawag qualifying. Gusto kong malaman kung qualified ka ba para bentahan ko. How do I find out? Through consultative selling. How do I do that? By asking you questions. Gano'n ka na ba katagal naghanap ng ballpen? Saan ka na po ba naghanap? Sino na ba yung mga nakausap nyo? Ano po bang ballpen ang meron nyo ngayon? Pwede patingin? Ano po bang ballpen yung hinahanap nyo? Ano bang problema nyo sa ballpen nyo ngayon? Okay, meron akong ma-offer sa inyo na masasagot lahat yan. Boom. Boom. Alright, that's how you sell the pen. Okay? Wow. It's not like... It's not like... Alam mo yan, yung logical way na gusto niyo yung pen na to because it's blue, there's a nice grip, it, you, I think you will enjoy writing with this pen. That's how people sell sometimes. Eh. Yes. They assume you want the pen. Diba? Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it's a, it's a bad way to sell. Some yes. people sell naman yun nga, going back emotionally. Yung tinatarget yung emotions mo. Alam mm-hmm. man, they make you feel bad, they make you feel good, <laughs> they make you feel all these things. Okay, sir, kung hindi, if, you, if you don't own this pen right now, wala ka sa trend. So, yeah, they make you feel bad. You know, <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, ganun yung emotional selling. And I'm not a fan of that. Mm-hmm. But the most, the best way to sell, especially this pen, would mm-hmm. be consultative selling. What mm-hmm. kind of pen are you in the market for? What kind of pen do you need? 
collector ka ba ng pen? Ang klaseng tao ka ba? Why are you looking for a pen? Hmm. Wow. Kung okay, kung qualified ka para sa product ko, bibentahan kita. Kung hindi, move on ako sa next customer ko. Wow. Ganun lang yun eh. Dahil nga, hindi mo na bibentahan lahat. And also, dapat, hindi na, dapat, ano, part ng target market mo yung binibentahan mo. Kaya ka nga nagka-qualify eh. You ask the questions for you to understand kung part ba to ng target market ko o hindi. Kung part siya, sige, uh, I will go to the next part in the sales process where I will sell this person this pen. Kung hindi, move on ako eh. Kasi hindi ka part ng target market ko eh. Hindi, hindi kita matutulungan eh. Wala akong problem na masasold para sa'yo dahil hindi ka part ng target market ko. Ngayon, ang daming sales per, ang daming sales sales personnel, sales agents, sales people, sales reps that think that don't think like this they think they can sell to everyone that's mm. wrong can't sell to everyone kasi not everyone is your target market yeah lang yung masasabi ko dun. <laughs> wow. okay ba super okay so, so may tatlong types of selling pala first is the logic maraming types actually maraming um, types of selling types. but example ko lang yung tatlong yun kasi yung tatlong yun yung prominent sa nakikita natin ngayon. Hmm. So, yun lang. So, logical, emotional, and the best for you is the qualified. Consultative. Ah, consultative. Yeah, consultative selling. Mm-hmm. Where in you qualify. Oh. Actually, para napansin ko nga sa'yo yun, sir, na uh, before our interview, you have a lot of set of questions na exactly. parang, sa, parang sa akin, sabi ko, wow, this is very professional. Parang uh, nafe-feel ko na I'm secure ako na um, this interview will be very, very organized and napakaganda yeah. ng mangyayari sa interview natin. Alam mo kasi nangyayari, kina-qualify kita. Tinitingnan ko, kung magkakasundo tayo sa episode, tinitingnan ko may chemistry ba tayo magkausap, tinitingnan ko kung yung mission ng podcast mo is para sa akin. Oh, wow. Kasi kung hindi, di, kailangan ko mag-move on eh. Alam mo yun? And, 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 I, I won't feel bad kung hindi para sa akin. Hmm. There's a lot of fish in the sea. There's a lot of podcasts in the sea. Kung hmm. hindi para sa akin ito, hindi, hindi para sa akin ito, move on lang tayo. Ganun lang. Diba? And mas okay nga yun eh. Paano, ko, paano kung nag-guess ka, tapos yung speaker, yung guest mo, hindi pala support ng mission, ng vision mo. Hindi yung pangit din ang nangyari. Diba? So, so, it's important to qualify. Wow. So, ganun. Same thing with selling the pen. You need to qualify. Oh. Is there any chance, sir, na you know Dan Lok? Dan Lok, yeah, absolutely. Not personally, but mm. I have I have seen his commercials. I have not attended any of Dan Lok's classes, but okay. I have seen him sa Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, di ba nag ad siya? So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, what about him? Um, well, yung ano lang po, yung way of selling nyo po is... Um, pareho po nung kay Dan Lok na parang you ask question first. Uh, al- al- alamin mo muna kung ano yung problema niya before you uh, tsaka mo targetin yung solution na dun sa client mo. Mm. Exactly. Consultative selling. Consultative selling. Yeah, so okay. nagiging consultant ka. Mm. Uh, so hopefully may golden nugget yun para sa listeners mo bro. <laughs> <laughs> so yun ah, consultative selling. So, ano-ano yung mga ano, top three characteristic of uh, entrepreneur na kailangan meron ng isang entrepreneur? Kung magsisimula ka pa lang, 
Number one definitely has to be sales. Mm. Dapat marunong ka magbenta. Okay. Mm. Number two, you need yung drive. Hindi lang passion. Hindi lang pagmamahal sa ginagawa. Yung, mm. Or whatever it is you're doing in your business. You need drive. You need grit. Kasi maraming times na madidismaya ka talaga. Maraming times na matcha-challenge ka talaga. At maraming pang times na malulungkot ka. Na feeling mo mag-isa ka lang sa journey mo. At kung wala kang drive, kung wala kang grit, hindi ka tatagal eh. Kailangan gawin mo pa rin yung kailangan mong gawin kahit malungkot ka, kahit nasasaktan ka, kahit feeling mo mag-isa ka. Kailangan mong gawin eh. You have no choice eh. Parte siya ng journey eh. At kung love and passion lang yung meron mo, I say lang, kasi kulang yun. <laughs> kung love and passion lang yung meron mo, sobrang kulang pa. Kailangan may drive ka. Kailangan yung drive mo, hindi ka pinapatulog ng drive mo. Kailangan yung grit mo, kahit anong mangyari, kakapit ka pa rin. So yun, di ba? Parang kung wari, pag tinanong kita, kahit paano kung never ka kumita sa podcast mo, paano kung never ka nagkaroon ng guest, paano kung walang nakikinig sa'yo, magsasalita ka pa rin ba? Di ba? It's just like that question. So if you say yes, then then you have that drive. Go for it. Kasi sa una, walang maniniwala sa'yo eh. <laughs> walang maniniwala sa'yo sa una, lalo na pamilya mo. Walang maniniwala sa una. Right? And so we have sales, we have drive, and pangatlo, going back to what I mentioned earlier, kailangan marunong kayo mag-manage ng pera. Kasi the moment na nakapag-close kayo ng sale, dumating yung pera na yon at di nyo alam kung saan dapat mapupunta, di nyo alam kung paano gamitin, or wala kayong, wala kayong accountant, matatalo ka eh. Kasi ang unang gagawin mo is bibili ka ng masarap na meal, bibili ka ng mga bagong gamit, Yes. Bibili ka ng mga kung ano-ano pa. Kasi ang tagal mong wala eh. Mm-hmm. Ang tagal mong wala eh. So ngayon, babawi ka ngayon. Okay, bumenta na ako. Deserve ko to. I-justify mo pa yan. <laughs> Bili ka ngayon ng masarap na pagkain. Bili ka ngayon ng sobrang daming groceries. Bili ka ngayon ng this, that, blah, 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 blah. Hanggat sa hindi mo na maabot yung rent mo. Hanggat sa hindi mo na mababayaran yung sarili mo, yung em- empleyado mo. Ngayon sa naubos yung allowance mo, which is exactly what happened to me before. Right? So, ganun nga. I'm sales, drive, and wealth management. Top three characteristics that I feel entrepreneurs should have, especially in the beginning. Number one yung sales, dahil yun yung pinaka-importante. Kung di ka marunong magbenta, sinong bibili? <laughs> Kung di ka naniniwala sa produkto mo, sa service mo, sinong bibili? Wala. So, wow. yun lang. So, selling, um, uh, wealth management, and... Um, drive. Drive. So, how do you find your drive? Paano po... Unbeatable. Unstoppable. Oh. Unbeatable. Unstoppable. Yun lang. I mean, hindi ako umiinto. Yeah. In, in those two words, unbeatable and unstoppable. Okay. Hindi ako natatalo ng sarili ko, ibig sabihin. Mm-hmm. Hindi ako natatalo ng temptations ko. Hindi ako natatalo ng kung ano man yung sabihin ng iba. Mm-hmm. 
is unbeatable. Wow. Unstoppable kasi hindi ako na humihinto. Yes, magbabakasyon ako. Dapat nga January 20 pa ako papasok officially. Mm. So, I was supposed to have a one-month vacation. Dapat ang vacation ko is December 20, 2020 mm. up to January 20, 2021. Turns out, pumasak ulit ako ng January 6. <laughs> okay. So, ano eh, um, part siya ng buhay ko eh. Mm. Pag huminto kasi ako, parang may hinihinto akong part ng buhay ko na hindi ko kaya pag wala. Mm. So, ganun. Unbeatable, unstoppable. Yun yung unbeatable, mindset. Unbeatable, So, let's take for example, yun nga, maraming mga sasabihin sa mga tao, maraming stress sa pagiging entrepreneur. So, na-mention nyo kanina yung main goal nyo is to manage stress. So, mm-hmm. how do you manage stress? Okay. Um, hindi ko masyadong i-cover to kasi sobrang dami na ito. Hmm. Bibi- magbibigay lang ako ng isang tip. Okay? Hmm. Isang technique para magbago yung perception ng listeners natin sa stress. No? So, number one, kailangan yung tanungin kung ano ba yung mindset nyo pagdating sa stress. Pag narinig nyo yung word na stress, pag naramdaman nyo yung stress, pag nakakita kayo ng stress, ano yung naramdaman nyo, ano yung naiisip nyo? A lot of people will answer bad things. Yun nga, nadidemotivate ako, nadidismaya ako, hindi ako nagiging productive, uh, gusto ko na lang hinto lahat ng ginagawa ko, or yung iba naman, gusto kong kumain, <laughs> stress eating, kumbaga, diba? So, basically, lahat is negative. So, ngayon, we need to disrupt that. Alright? So, when I talk about stress management, I, talk, I first talk about the mindset. What do you think about how do you feel when you when you hear the word stress or when you feel stress? Ngayon, ginagawa kong positive yun. Kasi alam mong na, naiisip ko at naramdaman ko pagdating sa stress, it's this question, what can I learn from this? Ooh. So ba sabi ko kanina, how, I help people by making stress and adversity a learning experience for them. So basically, ang nagiging trigger ko, imbis na something negative, it's something positive. For example, mm-hmm. ano bang... Ano bang matututunan ko sa sitwasyon na to? Okay, stressed ako. Okay, stressed ako. Ano yung tinuturo sa akin ng sitwasyon na to? Okay, stressed ako. Ano yung dapat kong matutunan dito? Para pag naramdaman ko ulit, medyo hindi na ganun ka-stressful. Okay, stressed ako. Ano ba yung pwedeng matutunan dito? Para hindi lang para hindi naman ako talo talaga. Para lumabas naman ako sa sitwasyon na to na may something. So, ganun, yun yung una kong tinuturo out, out of everything. So, hopefully that answers your question. But um, definitely, we could do another episode about stress management kasi ang dami talaga niyan. But for our listeners, pag nakakaramdam tayo ng stress, imbis na ang trigger natin is something negative, gawin natin positive kasi choice natin yan eh. So, the first thing you can do is ask yourself the question, what can I learn from this? Ano bang, ano bang pwede kong matutunan dito? Ano bang tinuturo sa akin ng sitwasyon na to? Make your stress a learning experience. experience. Wow. Yeah, that's right. So, ang galing na, no? Yung negative the association mo sa stress, gagawin mong positive by sasabihin mo learning. sa utak mo, yeah. ano yung matututunan ko dito sa stress ko na to or sa problem ko na to? Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So, how do you define happiness in your life? 
para sa akin is progress. Yun yung kaya nga ang mission ko enabling progress eh. Kasi mm-hmm. ang tao para sa akin na truly happy, truly satisfied, truly fulfilled yan pag nakaramdam sila ng progress, pag nakaramdam sila na may nangyayari sa buhay nila or lumalapit na sila sa destination nila or na nakakita sila ng paunti-unting results mm. sa buhay. So, yun yung progress para sa akin and that also means happiness kasi doon ako masaya. Sobrang saya ako pag ano, um, pag may nag, pag may isang subscriber, pag nagkakaroon ako ng isang subscriber sa podcast, sobrang saya ako pag nagkakaroon ako ng isang comment or like sa post. Dati nagsisimula ako, nagsisimula ako sa mga one like, two likes. Ngayon, umaabot na ng 50, 200. Kasi grateful ako eh. And may respeto ako sa proseso at sa progress ko. So, happiness to me is defined as progress. Progress. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, last question. Sure. If nakikipag-usap ka in your 18-year-old self, ano yung mga sasabihin mo sa kanya? Isa lang sasabihin ko, lahat ng ginagawa mo, okay lang. Yun na. Once again, na-mention ko kanina, may, may respeto ako sa proseso ko, may respeto ako sa Pasko. Kung babalik man ako, wala akong babagawin eh. Kasi alam ko, kung pag may binago ako dyan, kahit sobrang liit, hindi ako ako eh. Hindi ako magiging yung ako ngayon eh. At sobrang proud ko sa sarili ko ngayon. Sobrang masaya ako sa sitwasyon ko ngayon. And nakakatulong kasi ako eh. So, bakit pa may kailangan baguhin? Diba? Ano lang, magtiwala ka lang sa proseso. Trust the process. Siguro yun din. Siguro yun din. Sasabihin ko sa kanya. Magtiwala ka lang sa proseso. Alam kong pangit, alam kong mahirap, at marami ka pang dadaanan na pangit at mahirap. Pero promise ko sa iyo, after ng mga ilang taon, makikita mo nasa Richard Bautista show ka na. <laughs> wow! Wow, so process, trust the process, kumbaga. So yun, thank you, thank you very much, Sir Alex, for sharing your life with us. Salamat, salamat. So please invite them in your socials. Absolutely. Kung may questions kayo about this, active ako sa Instagram. You could follow me at A-E-J-R-P-E-D-R-O-N or at A-E-J-R-Pedron. Tapos, of course, follow niyo naman yung podcast namin ng fiancé ko. Stories After Swipe Right, we're on Facebook, Spotify, Instagram, at Stories After Swipe Right. Not only can I talk about leadership, stress management, adversity management, sales, and all that. Pero apparently, kaya ko pa rin palang magsalita about relationships and dating. Okay, so yung fiancé kasi namin, kasi ko, fiancé ko kasi, nag-meet, na, nag-meet kami sa isang dating app. Mm, wow. Yeah, and then we decided to create a podcast about that. So, okay. sana pakinggan nyo rin kasi marami rin kayong matututunan doon about sa love life naman. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yun lang. Um, I, I believe si Richard naman ipopost naman niya lahat yan. Yes. Sa so, Thank ano yung, ano, ano yung uh, main goal mo? Ba't po kayo nag-start ng podcast na Stories After Swipe Right? So, yung online dating kasi dito... Medyo tabu pa eh. Medyo hindi pa fully tanggap 
na mga tao. Iniisip nila pag na-meet mo yung yung significant other mo online, hindi hindi organic, hindi tatagal, tapos may hookup culture, puro sex, puro hindi magandang pangyayari, puro heartbreak, ganyan. Kami hindi kasi may testimonial kami. And medyo malawak na rin kasi yung experience namin sa online dating. So ang goal namin is to normalize online dating and to also talk about healthier online dating give people a healthier online dating mindset and of course more intimate relationships nasa season 2 na kami yung season 1 namin punong-puno lang ng online dating yung season 2 naman neto um, will be about relationships so hopefully makinig kayong lahat yes so if you want to listen to the podcast of Mr. Alex Pedron don't forget to check out the check out the stories after swipe right so yung um Ma- parang manonormalize na sa atin as Filipinos kasi parang sa atin may ano tayo eh may association may iba't iba tayong association sa online dating so by listening to the stories after swipe right uh normalize sa atin yung online dating so grabe sir sobrang dami kong natutunan sa yo uh, about entrepreneurship and this is not okay. like other podcast na um basta grabe ang dami ko natutunan yung mga three uh three types three goals lalo na sa selling sa main yes. advocate mo yun ay gagawin ko rin gagawin ko rin yun ay using ko rin sa sarili ko yung ganun yung selling Good. yung yes. wealth management so, thank you thank you very much sir ladies and gentlemen the Garvener Chuck of the Philippines Mr Alex Pedron. So, thank you very much guys for listening to our podcast episode. And if nagustuhan mo yung episode natin, um, don't forget to follow Mr. Alex Pedron sa lahat ng socials niya. Listen to his podcast, sa mga projects niya, and of course sa akin on my YouTube channel, Richard Bautista, or you can search The Richard Bautista Show. You can find me also on Spotify, The Richard Bautista Show. My Facebook, Richard Bautista. And basically, kahit saan. And don't forget to like and follow our community on Facebook. Which, kung saan din kami nagkita uh, ni Sir Alex, the uh, Podcast PH and the Philippine Podcast Directory. So, ayun. Thank you so much for the support. This is The Richard Bautista Show. And always remember, always remember, just keep on grinding.